Welcome to the Coaching Sketch Notebook podcast. I'm Stephanie Affinito, and I'm thrilled to share the pages of my notebook with you. I have a passion for literacy teaching, learning, and coaching, and I harness the power of my notebook, colorful markers, and sticky notes to innovate my instructional coaching practices. How? With my Coaching Sketch Notebook. A coaching sketch notebook is a collection of sketch notes that illustrate coaching pedagogy, ideas, tools, and resources to empower teacher learning. These colorful collections help me to literally design professional learning and coaching experiences for teachers on the page of my notebook to best prepare for them in real life. Each week, I share a new page of my notebook in hopes it will inspire your own coaching all in under 10 minutes or less. And now, on to today's episode. As the mother of three teenagers, I often learn new words that did not exist when I was younger. Did you know that if something slaps, it's pretty amazing? And if something is cap, it's a lie? Neither did I. But recently, I stumbled upon a word that I didn't know existed but it already had a place in my heart. Listicle. A listicle is any piece of writing that is in list form. And it's my new favorite genre because I am a list maker. I have to-do lists for each day of the week on Google Keep. And I even have a radar list for things that are on the horizon. I keep grocery lists, packing lists, memory lists, and more. So it made sense to me when I started shifting the way I use Twitter to include lists too. Twitter is an online social networking and microblogging platform where users send and read short posts up to 280 characters or tweets. I love Twitter, but if I'm completely honest, it can be overwhelming to keep up with the sheer amount of tweets posted on any given day. And I don't wanna miss any important tweets from those that I follow. So I find myself logging into Twitter far too often usually wasting time scrolling through my feed until Twitter lists. A Twitter list is a curated group of Twitter accounts. You can personally create your own lists or you can subscribe to those that others created too. I started using Twitter lists so I can manage the sheer amount of information in my feed and focus my attention on what matters most, the tweets of those that I follow for inspiration and to push my thinking. Here are three of the lists that I've created. The first is my children's literature authors list. This list curates my treasured authors into one beautiful feed. With just one click, I can see what those authors are up to, find new book ideas for my TBR stack, and usually grab some writing inspiration too. Another list is my literacy coaches list. On this list, I've curated all the literacy coaches that I've connected with on Twitter. I head here to see what they've been working on, what's fueling their work, and how I might learn from each of them. And finally, my coaching through COVID list. This list curates some of my favorite people together, instructional coaches working to push the boundaries of their coaching through authentic use of digital tools and technology. One glance at this feed brings instant inspiration. I found so much success in managing Twitter with lists for my own personal use that I started bringing it into my work with teachers too. 
in the beauty of it, teachers do not need to have an account to view the lists and learn from them. They can simply click on the direct link to your lists, favorite them on their browser, and visit them whenever they choose. So here's how to get started. First, create the list. Click on the three dots on the left-hand side of your Twitter homepage, and then click on the lists icon. It actually looks like a list written on a piece of paper. Click on the plus sign at the top right of the page and label your new list with a name and a description. Here are a few lists you might create. Favorite authors, mentor text for writing, researchers to learn from, classroom accounts to learn from, faculty on Twitter to follow, accounts with helpful technology resources, and more. Then you can choose to make your list private. But if you do, that means your teachers will not be able to view your list. Then it's time to curate the list. You can search for accounts you want to add to your list or see which accounts are recommended for Twitter based on your user history. You can also add accounts from user homepages too. Simply head to a specific account you follow, click on the three dots, and then add the user to your chosen list. Once you're done curating, it's time to share the list. You're going to click on the list, click on the arrow at the top right of the screen, and copy the direct link to the list. You can then send the list in an email, add it to your email signature, link to it on your website, or even embed it in an upcoming presentation. Remember, teachers do not need to have a Twitter account to browse your list, so everyone can access your lists with a simple internet connection. And then finally, we use the lists. I love creating lists that perfectly capture the theme of a professional topic I'm exploring with teachers. Once I create the list, I link it to a QR code, and then I post the QR code on the first slide of my presentation for teachers to scan and scroll while they wait for our session to begin. It's a great way to get teachers instantly hooked into the content of the session, see a wide range of perspectives on the topic, and find other educators to connect and collaborate with, too. Other ways to use your lists? Well, you can share them with teachers as part of a coaching cycle or as a way to easily link teachers to helpful resources. I hope I piqued your interest a bit in using Twitter lists for coaching. So what ideas are you considering for your next Twitter list? I'd love if you share them with me and tag me on Twitter using Lit. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Coaching Sketch Notebook podcast. Each episode is linked to a blog post online and is paired with the actual sketch note you'd find in my notebook, along with helpful resources, tips, and tools for using it in your own practice. Just head to thecoachingsketchnotebook.com and search for the title of this episode in the search bar at the top of the page. And while you don't have to have your own coaching sketch notebook to benefit from eavesdropping on mine, if creating your own coaching sketch notebook sounds like something right up your alley, join me online for on-demand and live workshops, monthly coaching sessions, and a supportive community of instructional coaches. You'll find free access to the coaching sketch notebook, along with additional opportunities to learn and grow our practices together as instructional coaches at thecoachingsketchnotebook.com.